0: You're listening to the Husker Online Show, your authority on Nebraska athletics.
1: I've had too many of those conversations with these guys, but I just told the seniors I love them and appreciate them. They've been through a lot. They've been through a lot for four years. They've been through a lot this year, and I'm grateful to them, and and we're going to miss a lot of those guys. And then for the young guys, just told them, keep coming. Coming up just short. There's about a hundred ways you can get just a little bit better to make sure the, the outcomes are different.
0: There was definitely tons of ups and downs, and it was a you know a, a learning curve, and it didn't necessarily go the way that we planned as a team. But I said this earlier, and and you know I'll say it again. I wouldn't change any of it. I think it's a part of, you know, God's plan. Truly, I wouldn't be anywhere else but here. You know, I, I truly love Nebraska. I love this state. I love this program and this staff. You know, and and we want to be great. I want to be great for this for this team, and that's what I'm going to work to do moving forward. You know, I think it's uh, easy to say I wasn't great for my team for the entirety of this year, and and I'm going to continue to work on myself and work on this team to to get where we need to be.
1: Hello, off season. And welcome into another edition of the Husker Online Show. Sean Callahan, Robin Washett, Nate Klaus. As football season officially comes to a close on Friday against Iowa, Huskers finished five and seven. No bowl game for the third year in a row. A year where Las Vegas had Nebraska winning about nine. They were picked to win the West. And as we've talked about extensively on Husker Online and on this show for the last few months, I mean, this season has just had too many things and breaks um, go wrong. And this team, as we've discussed all year, is not good enough to overcome the little things. And against Iowa, once again, those same little things – Um, You know, played a factor. Two big runs allowed for touchdowns, a kickoff return for a touchdown. Adrian Martinez running out of bounds when he shouldn't have and allowed Iowa to set up a game-winning drive. And we could go on and on and on, but I don't think anyone listening right now probably wants to hear today a recap of the Iowa game. Um, I think, I I guess it's going to to me, it's about what what will this offseason be? How will they navigate through this offseason? Because it's going to be an offseason, guys, now, unlike any we've had in a long time.
2: Well, yeah, I mean, there's so many different storylines that are going to dramatically impact uh, what happens next season in in year three, and uh, you kind of take into account all the things Scott Frost said basically over the course of the year, uh, but especially late about how most of our guys are bought in, but not everybody. Well, I mean, that generally hints that there's probably going to be um, some notable turnover uh, of guys that um, you know, they were counting on to be far more uh, involved and on on board with what they were doing that weren't. And so um, that I think is where it starts and it always does every year, but Um, you know, especially kind of given what's happened over the first two years here, it seems like that process of developing the culture and filtering out guys that aren't going to buy into what you want on and off the field is still very much ongoing and so what is that going to look like over the next couple months and how is that going to impact uh you know the the recruiting efforts and all that stuff so yeah and then let's not even mention the 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 quarterback scenario which is (laughs) we thought was not going to be an issue for the next two or three years suddenly is back into play where you know adrian you know he struggled Uh, granted he was able to kind of get a little bit back on ship um towards the end of the year but you know, Luke McCaffrey showed plenty of signs to make this uh, at least an interesting situation heading into the spring. It's going to be very fascinating to watch how the staff handles that with a I guess guy who was named a captain as a sophomore now being pushed by a guy uh, for that job for the next two seasons. So a lot, a lot of things to keep an eye on over the next few months. Yeah, the quarterback
0: situation is pretty intriguing. I'm looking at the big picture. Um, the leadership equation to me is is something that I'm I'm really um, interested in seeing how that plays out. I mean, you, you typically want your your seniors, your fourth or fifth year seniors, being your your group of leaders on this team. But I think as the season wore on, it became pretty clear that there really was not a whole lot of senior leadership. So so now who who rises up and, and kind of takes the reins during the off season? Is it a, a, a freshman like Wandel Robinson? You know, I know Cam Taylor Britt has been mentioned as as someone who's Who's you know a vocal guy or is a leader? I mean, where are these leaders going to come from, and and is it going to be the majority of younger guys that are kind of you know leading this team during the off season? That's to me, I think that's one of the the bigger you know kind of big picture questions that I've got.
1: And my thing, guys, too, when I look ahead to next year, I just think most people want to see some new blood and and shake up. Um, I, I think we've seen it too long at Nebraska, where if you have a spot, it's really hard to get unseated. And I think people feel like, all right, if the young guys are so much better, I want to see some of these young guys unseat starters that have gone three straight years without going to a bowl game. And I think that that will be – something a lot of people will, want, will be looking for. Who will be the new guys that can step in and actually unseat people that maybe were underperforming starters in 2019?
2: Yeah, all, all year long, we heard about how many young guys were so close, they just needed to, to take that next step. Well, uh, the time will be now, this offseason, for, for these guys to make that jump and push for jobs and win starting jobs. Uh, and there's certainly a few uh, position groups off the top of your head that uh, there's going to be plenty of opportunity over the spring and fall camp for that to happen and you know with this frost is trying to get his guys in here and um, you know credit the the the, the seniors for going through all that they did to over their careers. But uh, now the page turns where you need your guys in place. You spent the last two or three years assembling the roster the way you want it. Now it's time to give your guys opportunities to show what they can do. And, um, you know, I think that there's going to be some intense competitions um, at several different spots. And uh, I think there's certainly some players that maybe didn't get a shot this year that are more than capable of inserting themselves into prominent roles, if not starting jobs, going into next season. And I think it's become pretty clear that like that 2019 class is kind
0: of the foundation of this team now all of a sudden. And, and you know, that's – on one hand, that's a good thing, and on the other hand, it's kind of scary that you've got that many kind of young guys that are kind of being looked at as, as the future of the program. So, yeah, it'll be interesting to see how many of those young guys can, can step up and, and kind of take the reins and, and, you know, kind of put their foot in the ground and say, okay, well, this is, this is now my time or this is my spot now.
1: Yeah, and you look at the defense, I mean, we'll get into that more in depth, but six senior starters pretty much gone, the Davis Twins, Darian Daniels, Moberry, Alex Davis, and then Lamar Jackson. Um, so, I mean, that that is a, a big chunk um, that they've got to replace on the defensive side of the ball. So I do think when you look at this team leadership structure-wise, the door is open for some new guys to step into bigger roles next year. Offense will be the interesting one because everybody returns – for the most part, um, but they, they've got to get. We, we'll talk about it more all throughout the summer. But they've got to get better at receiver. They got to get better at offensive line. They've got to get more depth at running back, and obviously the quarterback thing has to shake itself out and. And I know people want answers. I mean, I think people that, – that was our – Nate and I were on a two-hour RSS chat on Tuesday um, that, you know, could have probably went for three hours. Yeah. And I mean, everybody wants to know now, will Martinez be unseated? Nobody knows that answer. Mm-hmm. Nobody knows right now. And we're going to spend a lot of time talking about that from now until September.
2: Yeah. I mean, it's going to be um, as unique of an offseason we've seen in a long time now because you're in year three of a coaching uh, tenure, and yet there's still so many question marks about what this team is going to look like. It's almost like it's a uh, still in the process of a total rebuild, where you would hope there'd be a little bit more stability right now. But that's the the situation where the staff is right now, and they got a lot of work to do. Um, I mean, it, it starts obviously with the recruiting front here through the rest of the month of December in the early signing period, on through February for the regular signing period, and then spring ball's here and then you got to get this thing ready to go you got to see what you have with all of these young players that you've been talking about all this potential it's time for it to start to play out and you know the the competition that goes on over these next few months will ultimately define what this team is in year three yeah the crazy thing is that's going to be here before we know it i know i know
0: right now after a disappointing season and no bowl game it seems like forever away but uh, I think that spring ball will be here before we know it. You know, as soon as recruiting kind of wraps up and everything, uh, next thing you know uh, there's going to be a lot of competition during the spring. All right,
1: well, speaking of competition, I want to talk more about Luke McCaffrey, Noah Vedrill, and just that whole quarterback thing, how it was handled in the Iowa game, just, you know, playing three quarterbacks. It obviously didn't work out well in the end um, and, and kind of where that position goes forward and, and some big-picture thoughts on Adrian Martinez. That's all next here. You're listening to the Husker Online Show.